We've eaten, filled our bellies, we've got our entertainment sorted out now. Let's find out where we should be heading off to next. We're going to be talking about the Clarence Craft Beer Festival with Iga Matilska. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hi, Jane, and hi to your listeners. So why are we going there? What's it got on offer other than obviously good beer? Yes. So uh, I guess it's become somewhat of a tradition with myself and my university friends. We started going when uh, the Clarence Beer Fest first started in about 2011. And this is the first time that we're going to have four kiddies with us as well. It's obviously a family-friendly event, and we're going to be celebrating a friend's 40th. So, um, yeah, very exciting. Um, but, of course, there's, there's lots of cool things. It's a two-day beer fest. Um, and it usually takes place in the last weekend of February or the first weekend of March. And, of course, as the name suggests, it's in the beautiful uh, free state town of Clarence, right there in the foothills of the Maliti Mountains. And here's an interesting fact. It's the only beer festival that takes place in the province. Um, So this is the 13th year. There's obviously live music. I'm going to share my age now and say I'm very excited that Just Ginger is going to be playing. Mm-hmm. They were hugely popular when I was in primary school and early high school. And, of course, as I mentioned, there's also a kids' zone. And so children over the age of five require a ticket. But what's really great is that there are child-minding facilities on site. And, and that's included in the 200 grand fee for children. And that's for the entire weekend. And, oh, of course, good. it's also... Yeah, so I mean, that's really great. And they've got jungle gyms and activities and, as I said, minders and all of that. Uh, There's the live music uh, and, of course, lots of delicious food. Uh, There are a number of different food stalls and food trucks uh, from local restaurants or gourmet food stalls from around the country. And then, of course, you know, there are a number of restaurants that surround that main square in Clarence uh, for people who have visited They'll know that there's everything from pasta to pizza, vegan, German, Mm. uh, so a really nice selection. I would, though, say that it's important to book dinner during the festival days just because it does get quite busy. And I think hundreds and hundreds of people come and descend um, on the little town there by Golden Gate. Um, But something else, of course, you know, because it's been ongoing for such a long time, I think they've really streamlined uh, the process and all of that. So uh, everything is quite smooth. Of course, they suggest that you leave all your cash and valuables at home and you buy a beer or like festival tokens using your credit card. Um, so that's really great. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? It feels so liberating. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Mm. But also maybe you're a little bit more aware of how much you're spending because you're not just, you know, flashing the credit card all the time. Um mm. But, but yeah, it's, it's great. And you're looking at about 35 rand for a 420 ml glass of beer. Um, and you get a lovely token as a kind of memoir uh, from the festival. You get a, a lovely branded glass. So that's also lots of fun. And as always, people dress up in lederhosen and in hats and guys walking around in tutus. And so it's, it's lots of fun to see people going and getting all festive and getting into the spirit of it, our equivalent of uh, beer fest or October fest, I guess. And the type of beer that you can get there, what have you experienced in the past and what are you looking forward to this weekend? 
Yes, so um, I had a look at the online beer menu for this weekend. And to give you an idea, there are around 220 craft and microbreweries in South Africa. Sadly, some of them closed after the pandemic. So I think it's such a great way to support local um, industry and small scale privately owned operators. Um, So it's quite tough then selecting only 25 um, you know, to feature at the festival, but it's done by a beer judge certification program and they know what's what. So essentially they're looking for um, those kind of beers and breweries that have high quality uh, tipple and of course, you know, something that's aligned with the festival. And actually they want to be representative of South Africa's micro and craft beer industry. So they're going to be over 150 beers and ciders to try this year mm. and each brewer or brewster has eight taps so there's going to be close to twelve and a half thousand liters of beer there <laughs> and what's interesting is that over 30 of the beers and ciders that were brewed were done so exclusively for the festival so you can't try them anywhere else and you can't find them anywhere else uh, in the shop which is Gosh, that's a, a real pull, isn't it? Okay, so after you've drunk all that beer and then obviously get hungry, you said you need to book your restaurant. Uh, it's a good place to walk and it's a good place to see art as well. Yes, definitely. So I always uh, bring along my hiking shoes. Uh, there's some really wonderful free uh, walking trails in and around Clarence itself. Uh, so you can climb up to the top of those sedimentary kind of flat-topped peaks and look out on that road that runs through Clarence and onwards to Golden Gate. Um, I always love doing that in the mornings or even for sunset in the evenings. But of course, you know, you've got Golden Gate National Park and that's only a 20-minute drive away and surrounded there by the Roybacher Mountains. Um, Yeah, and uh, we very often do that as well. And it's lots of fun, of course. There's uh, the Mushroom Peak Hike there, which is one of my favorites. Uh, but you could also go horse riding and whitewater rafting. There's also quad biking nearby. So, you know, people can always come and take a long weekend and do some of those activities, preferably before the festival, because I'm not sure how much energy they'll have after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. And, and what about finding a place to stay? How easy is that? So I must say, for the festival, it's always a good idea to try book ahead of time, mm. just because there's, of course, a large influx of people that are making their way there. As soon as tickets are released, we always book accommodation because it really does sell out quite quickly. I must add, though, that over the years, especially with the rise of Airbnb, it's become much easier um, to book a place, which is really lovely. And we always get like a little wooden cottage that sleeps eight or ten uh, and right. a few of those. So I would recommend doing it sooner rather than later. But then, of course, there are a number of smaller surrounding uh, little dorpies and towns as well where people can um, have a look at. So, of course, there's Fixburg, um, Golden Gate, Bethlehem, Friesburg as well. And what's really great is that um, they always respond uh, you know, support responsible drinking and suggest that people never drink and drive. You can take a shuttle if you're staying out of town to any of the surrounding accommodation sites and towns and so on, and they're all independently operated. And so that's always a, a lovely option so people don't have to worry about that. And how can you get a ticket? 
how do you go about it? Yes. So, obviously not today no. <laughs> because it's, it's sold out. But um, for next year, it's always online at um, uh, clarencecraftbeerfest.com. And they range from about 245 to 340 rand either for the day or for the weekend. Um, and it starts at 12 o'clock on Friday. So some of my friends are already there telling me to quickly hurry up. Okay, um, well, then we're going to have to let you go. Iga <laughs> Matilska, enjoy your weekend. Thank you. Thank you. And you, Jane.